Welcome to episode 475 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night, uh, seven nights a week as of right now, at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I, I like to thank uh, Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Le- Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And if you'd like to uh, receive at least one extra episode per month of the show, you can sign up for any level of the Patreon um, membership tier page. You can sign up on that page on any membership tier. There we go. Um, and uh, again, that'll be one one episode per month at the very least, and then um, more whenever possible. Probably more so once we get to um, once we get past the holidays and everything. Probably January, I'll be able to start putting out more than one uh, extra episode per month. I'm, I'm thinking. But um, so I'm looking forward to that. Putting out more and more content there, uh, and that way you all have a reason to. Uh, sign up along with other than just uh, supporting the show. Also, if you'd like to just make a one-time donation, you can always do that through PayPal or Venmo. And um, I know that those there are other other types of um, services for doing that, but uh, because of my low vision, I'm somewhat limited in what I can use. So uh, those are the ones that work uh, best for me. So uh, also, um, the uh, support is never expected, but always appreciated as. There are expenses in making these shows, um, from equipment to research, research materials to uh, travel expenses. As I, I say every day, I'll be probably be saying it until I go, uh, I'm going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year, November 4th and 5th, and that's a Saturday and Sunday, and uh, that is going to be at the uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. That's where I live, in Michigan. And um, so I'll be there making recordings of myself and anyone that wants to join me to talk about the paranormal, whether it's just thoughts and theories and uh, any of that to to uh, possible to stories of experiences as well. So, and then I will uh, bring those recordings home and with help from I'm sure with help from uh, Mike and then Rohan, I'll be uh, putting those on on a show or two and sharing them with you all. So looking forward to that as well. So I think that covers everything 
uh, right there. And with that, I can get to the stories. And I'm really glad I decided to do to do um, three of these true paranormal stories from the web shows per week because uh, they're some of my favorites to do. So uh, makes it to, gives me something else to look forward to during the week. Um, getting to the stories here. And uh, then we'll start. Thank you all again for being here and and uh, listening. And uh, also just, um, I like to mention this every once in a while, please check out the, the, the station, the online station, uh, the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital, Digital Broadcasting, uh, because there are a lot of great shows on there uh, besides my own, um, and uh, all day long. And then, of course, at night you have the uh, the set schedule, but all throughout the day there's all different shows that you can hear, and you never know which one you're going to hear. And it's um, I, I do enjoy that a lot. I have the station on most of the time myself, uh, just because of all the other shows that are on the station besides mine. And uh, and then when mine comes on, I usually uh, usually uh, go to something else, but listen to something else. But I still keep it on the station on. So, um, but yeah, just check that out for more great content, and uh, definitely uh, support those other shows as well. So, getting to the stories here. This first one uh, says. I want to tell you all about this surreal experience I had at my favorite coffee shop. One day, I saw a man who resembled an older version of myself. They had the same facial features, height, and mannerisms. The man smiled knowingly in my direction. I'm sorry, at my my reaction. He walked over to my table and struck up a conversation about the city and things I am interested in. The man mentioned a specific childhood event in my life that next to no one else knows about. I was speechless at this point. The man reassured me, saying that I'll be okay. Then he left, and I sat there, stunned. What do you all think happened? Was it a prank? Or a glitch in reality? Did I really meet a future version of myself? And has anyone else ha- ever had a similar experience? And that's where that story ends. And I don't think I've ever heard of such a clear experience like that. I've heard of people who have seen relatives that had passed on. I've even heard, I believe, stories of people that have been saved by relatives that, um, I feel like I've heard of at least one story where someone came from the future to help them or save them even, and then, but they hadn't been born in, at the current time, and then, of course, years later they were. I don't know. That that one, though, is really amazing. I don't know what to make of that one, except maybe um, some kind of alternate reality. I don't know. If it involves some kind of parallel universe plus some kind of a time anomaly uh, or some other entity sort of appearing as a, a future version of the writer there. 
it seems like everyone there are other people in the place that that saw this figure um appeared normal except of course that no one else realized maybe or at least no one else said anything maybe there was no one else there that the writer really knew well um but so it sounds like this figure gave off a, a normal normal sense or normal normal um energy to everyone else but then to the writer this was a, an amazing experience um i don't know that's all i can think of is some other entity or some actual future version of themselves that was however it works somehow able to go back or even if we if we think of alternate parallel universes go let's say to the universe next door to an alternate past version of themselves uh, and and sort of help out. Maybe even this person that appeared to the writer, they didn't plan on being there. Somehow it was a situation where they just, again, we don't know how these anomalies with time and space work for sure. And maybe the person didn't even plan it. It wasn't even an intentional meeting, but that, wouldn't that be amazing? You're just going about your business, and then somehow you see a past version of yourself and take the opportunity, even though you don't know for sure what's going on, to try to help. And, I mean, that that's so many questions there that come up with that story. But having had experiences with what I think are different um basically alternate realities or parallel realities in my dreams. I've, I've talked, about, talked about those before. Uh, I don't, I can't say that this couldn't have happened because I don't know, because I don't know how my experience has happened in my dreams. And, the, and, and I don't know how they were able to feel more real than dreams. So uh, yeah, just an amazing, amazing story there. I hope everything really does work out the way that uh, that this future version of the writer uh, said said it would. So, uh, anyway, I think that's all I have for that one because I really can't figure out anything else. So, uh, moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. <clears throat> this next one says, I was born in the 90s. In Southern California. As a child, I enjoyed taking walks to the local library. The library had a few computers for public use with laminated paper numbers that were used to indicate which ones were in use. I went online to find videos of animals and play what few games the internet had to offer at that time. My mother often took my older brother and I to the library so she could use the computers as well. The library had two floors. The first was for adults and the second was for kids. The kids floor had cozy pillows and children's books. I used the stairs and elevator to reach the second floor. One day, 
The elevator jolted to a stop. The doors behind me opened to reveal a long, white hallway, different from the rest of the library. The hallway was sterile, or sterile, unsettlingly long, and had an old, dirty mop by the door. I felt intense fear and unease while staring down the hallway. Eventually, the doors closed, and the elevator proceeded to the second floor. Because of this, I developed a fear of elevators after that, worried that they might lead to unexpected places. I wonder if the hallway might have been a janitor's area, but it didn't match the library's appearance and size. I've had other paranormal experiences since then and felt a similar kind of fear, which makes me wonder what happened that day. That's where that story ends. I have no idea how, what happened there. That, um, first of all, I would wonder um, if that elevator, I mean, did it have two sets of doors? What Did that second set of doors ever open? Or were it, is it possible to lock them so they, they don't open? Uh, I, I don't really know enough about elevators. And I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've been in ele- some elevators where there's just the one set of doors. Um, so I don't know. That's, that's really odd. Uh, but and then this, this hallway and this, I'm guessing it was some kind of an energy that the person felt, that the writer felt when the doors opened. Um, I, I don't know. That's where they, where, where they went. Did they go? Did they, um, see, it almost makes me wonder if they somehow through all the energy that was going on, I always wonder about that with elevators and electricity and all that, and and being sort of in a in a box that's being run by electricity and everything. Uh, if that can be, if that can lead to a possible paranormal activities at times, and if that's the case, I wonder if maybe maybe there is some physical hallway that leads off to the back. But it's never used by anyone. And if it's not used by anyone, then I could see it giving off a weird feeling. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's some room at the end of that hallway that is just never used. And somehow the elevator was stopped there for some reason at that at that doorway. Again, I just, I don't know. But um, I almost wonder if there was some kind of a, this person somehow slipped into some other dimension and uh, had that experience. Maybe it wasn't even so much a physical place. Maybe it was some, somewhat had to do with their own, their own mind, their own um, perception of things. Uh, maybe that, maybe there was, if there would have been someone else with them, maybe the other person wouldn't have seen anything. And uh, even if the doors had opened, except maybe a wall. But if this writer of the story was having experience of sensing something, then maybe it would have looked that way. But that's quite the detailed image to be seeing. So I don't know. Um, it seems like 
that might be something to look into at some point. Um, I mean, I've heard of stories of people being on elevators with apparitions that just vanish. I've heard of that before. I've never heard of an elevator that sort of leads to a place that doesn't fit with the rest of the building. That That's really, again, that makes me think of some kind of a travel to some other place, or at least a, a look into some other place. So, but uh, yeah, beyond that, I don't know with that one. Of course, I always say that, but I don't really know with any of these, but sometimes that's just all I can think of to say. So, moving on to the next story here. Let's see, I gotta scroll down a little bit. Here we go. Okay. This one says, This happened about 10 years ago. I was sitting on my couch watching TV at home when I noticed movement out of the corner of my eye. I looked to the right and saw a green light as if from a laser pointer on the wall near the window. The light had a pattern like a circle of green dots with another green dot in the middle. The light rotated a few times and then vanished. I have no idea how to explain this. There were no other windows in the room. I lived in the middle unit in a town, a series of townhouses. I wasn't frightened, but found it extremely strange. Nothing else like that has ever happened there again. Has anyone else had a similar experience? And that's where that story ends. Um, it's amazing how many different kinds of lights people see. There was another story, uh, and I don't know how many shows back now, about someone whose whose father kept seeing, uh, uh, I think it was a green light, green, but just one single dot that would um, float through the air, basically an, um, in front of them whenever their, this writer's father was moving around their property. I forget, I forgot if it was green, then it changed one day to red, or if it was the opposite. But either way, it was like a laser pointer light, but this was in the middle of the day. And it was still seen in the air, um, sort of floating in front of the sky. And then eventually it stopped. Now this, this almost, I don't know, I've never heard of a laser pointer that had multiple dots like that. Um, I wonder if they mean it was just the, the individual dots were almost like laser pointer dots. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say there. And it does sound like there was no other window except for the one that the light was near. But if it was on the wall, then, and I don't know for sure, but it, I, I have a hard time figuring out how a light could have come from the from outside through the window. And then, unless it was reflecting on something, but then uh, the positioning of it all, I don't know. That unless there was something reflective, I would think the writer may may have figured that out if that was happening, but nothing they didn't they didn't notice that or mention that, so uh, I don't know with that one. But it's amazing how many stories there are about lights and different patterns and moving or not moving and so it sounds like that one the 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 circle of lights were moving, turned around a few times, but the whole image of all the lights stayed still. So, uh, I, I yeah, that one, 
that's an amazing one because of just the the number of lights and then the movement of some of the lights, but not the movement of the entire uh, image of all the lights. So, and then just vanishing and having no other experiences in this place. Uh, I do think that energies and or beings, entities, pass through locations, and maybe that's why nothing else ever happens in a place. Um, and maybe that's where you get, even in, in cases where there is other activity, you get this, this one in, one experience that never happens again. It's hard to say what's what's sort of passing through and what's not, unless there's repeated activity um, where you can sort of figure that out. This is maybe here that may have just been passing through. So moving on to, I think, one more story here. I have time for one more. Let's see here. I think I skipped one. No, there we go. I found it. Okay. This one says, My roommate was in France for an international meeting, which meant I had our home to myself for about four days. I woke up one night to use the bathroom. On my way through the living room, I passed my roommate's own bedroom door. Their door was open, and the lights were on. My roommate was there, apparently unpacking from their trip. I asked them how it had been, and we talked for a moment as I headed for the bathroom. Once I was done there, I went back to bed. I don't remember much of the details, I mean, sorry, the conversation now. Two days later, my roommate came back from their trip to France. So who had I spoken with that night? And that's the end of that story. That is amazing. I wonder again, I know this is sort of come up tonight and some people don't um, don't subscribe at all to the whole alternate or parallel universe thing or any of that. But it makes me wonder if there was some kind of crossover there just for a moment. Um, I would. I wonder about... Maybe there was some entity there that would look that, that looked like the roommate, but then what was the reason for the the contact? Um, was it sort of just to to uh, avoid being detected, and they just took the form and of the roommate for that time? Uh, it sounds like the writer. I don't know. I feel like they would be awake if they if they're awake enough to go and do what they have to do. They must be at least mostly awake. Uh, but um, I wonder, they don't mention if the lights are still on the next morning. So, yeah, I don't know with that one either. Um, but, again, my, my, I lean towards the whole possibility of some kind of a time or, or space or multiverse anomaly there where maybe the writer encountered a different version of their roommate. Or maybe not, hard to say. But... Um, would have been would have been amazing if there had been another witness there as well, but obviously this stuff doesn't always uh, work on command or wait for multiple witnesses or any of that those kinds of things. But uh, yeah, it sounds like that they appeared this roommate that wasn't the roommate appeared solid enough. It wasn't like it was a transparent or translucent apparition. So. Uh, Really amazing experience there. I'm glad that didn't frighten the person at the time, the writer at the time. So, 
But uh, that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.